0: Hello, this is Frank Balvey with Frank Presents. And today we're continuing our candidates interview, and I want to welcome Bob DeLucco. Did I say that correctly, You did, you
1: did, you did. (laughs) Good to see you, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to see you, Steve, Frank. And Steve Purok, the uh,
0: co-host here today. Steve, this has been a wonderful experience for both of
2: us. It has indeed. I mean, we get to collaborate. We've done that a few times with the election campaign results, you know, but now we're getting to actually do coordinate the interviews as well. And as folks should be aware, clearly we're doing this video. We'll extract, the studio folks will extract for us the audio. So we'll be able to do the video, the audio, and then we'll have the transcript transcription of the audio, so all the residents will be able to get prepared for their vote on November 7th with either watching, listening, or reading mm-hmm. all the same info. So mm-hmm. that's that's a good way to go, I think. Okay.
0: Bob, tell us a little about your Franklin experience here. Uh-
1: um uh, well first of all i thought it was radio so i didn't dress for the pot so i want to make that perfectly <laughs> i thought it was completely radio and then i see tommy walking out with a full suit i go he goes no it's tv i go tommy t- nobody tells me that <laughs> uh, no, so no. i'm dressed for radio not tv so uh <clears throat> so relaxed
2: and comfortable yeah a comfortable there we go. we're good
1: uh if they don't know me by now they'll never know me i this guess is true. um so <clears throat> Obviously, my grandfather came here in uh, 1908 from Italy. 1908? Yeah, 1908 he came here.
0: What part of Italy?
1: Uh, he was from the province of Fisano, and uh, I'm not sure where that is because I never went back. Uh, <laughs> I don't, but that's what's on his passport anyway. So, uh-huh. um, And then he had uh, seven children, which all uh, grew up in Franklin. And then... Um, my father ended up marrying a girl from High Park and moved to High Park. Uh, but his brothers and sisters all stayed here and all my cousins were growing up here. So I've been you know, coming here my whole life. And then actually my after my mom passed, we all moved back here uh, about 30 years ago and my father actually got to come home. Mm. He made a deal with my mother that he he would move to Hyde Park, but he had to be buried in Franklin. So that's the, <laughs> that yeah. was the deal they made 50 years or earlier. So, sure. <clears throat> and then I got involved with um, um, coaching. Um, I was vice president of the uh, Franklin-Papuana. Um, I, uh, I coached baseball, uh, CYO basketball, Papuana obviously, and then I, I transferred to the high school for four or five years coaching at the high school. And then at, that, at the same time I was, I, was um, I got elected to the council 2010, been a long time. Mm. And um, it was funny because I just started coaching at the high school and it was a big ordeal that they, uh, they brought me in the office and said, you, you know, they were going to, I think they were going to pay me 2500 or something like that. And they said, you can't get paid because you're on the council. Mm. And I said, if you think I'm coaching for that, then you're crazy. I don't care. I'll volunteer, you know, <laughs> whatever I do, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I'm a big volunteer guy anyway, so I'll volunteer for anything and and then the last um you know, actually yeah, it'll be twelve years. It'll be mm-hmm. twelve years, it'll be fourteen after this one if I win. Right. So, um yeah, it uh and we did a lot, you know, it was it was a lot of, you know, the high school and Horace Mann statue, I was on the committee, which i was I was kind of proud of that because my father's biggest claim to fame was that he was born in the same house Horace Mann lived, Ooh, so that was a big thing connection. to him, yeah, that was a big thing to him, so he considered himself a public educator too, so <laughs> <That's correct. laughs> Great. Yeah. and uh, you know I, I you know I've been married thirty years and I've had three kids that went through the school system. They're great. Uh, two daughters and, and one son. And uh, all grown up, all uh, all working, all, they did very well. And my youngest is getting, well, we, she pr- will be getting married. And she um, bought a house on Oak Street for my cousin Paul, right, um, on, uh, the little ranch that uh, my cousin Paul's doing over for us. So mm-hmm. she'll be in she'll be in Franklin anyway. Yeah, I don't know about the two others, but uh, my <laughs> yeah. son moved to St. Pete, and uh, my daughter lives on King Street. So yeah, but I think uh, Franklin has a funny way to keep people from. Coming back. They keep drawing back, mm-hmm. as my father would say. <laughs> you know? There's a little magnetism There's here. There's a little magnet <laughs> to him. It <They laughs> makes him come back, you know. Yeah. They went to my son went to South Boston for four years, loved Boston. Yeah, he moved back last year. He was with me for a year. <laughs> yeah, you know?
2: yeah.
1: So but outside of that it's been great. I mean, you know, I've always loved Franklin, you know, growing up here with my cousins and you know, and uh, even <laughs> not growing up here. At the kitchen table there was, you know, my father was very, very involved with his friends from Franklin. Mm -hmm. 44 years, he he worked in Walpole for 44 years. He came back to Franklin every Thursday night to hang out with his friends as long as he, you know, and he Mm -hmm. traveled around and then he, he, that was the one, uh, he did that, and I don't know how he did it, but he he missed one, the blizzard of 78. That was it. (laughs) That was it. That was it. He wouldn't wow. drive that day. He uh, came he, home. He couldn't drive that well, day yeah, if right. he chose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the only time he didn't miss. And everybody in in Garden Franklin who grew up knew he was coming back to town that, that yeah. night. So they were waiting Count for out. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's... Uh, that's so, my Franklin experience. That's in your experience. Yeah, yeah
2: so uh, you could elaborate then, too, to the extent that it's so important. One of the aspects of democracy and engagement mm. is voting, and I would think you would want to elaborate on that in terms of how important voting is to uh, the overall democracy and town government in particular.
1: Town government, actually, the local election election is is, is sometimes, I think, more important than the federal, uh, mm-hmm. federal or state election, you know, because we're the ones that are going to be making the decisions for the whole town, right. you know. Yeah, we can get out, you know, you know, we'll, you know, we will fight for money from the state and with the senators and stuff like. But we're the ones that are going to be making the, you know, the zoning changes and the, and, and, and the, the real the real tight, you know, the stuff that you need mm-hmm. that the people are really going to want. It has to come through us most of the time. Sure. And I, 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 sometimes I wonder about that. It's for, it it's funny, I, I never forget this, and I tell this story all the time. If I missed a vote when I was, I think Ronald Reagan was was running for president, because I, I must have been about 18 or whatever. And I never forget, my father's a, a, a staunch union labor. He was big labor guy, always mm-hmm. voted, all, you know. Um, always oh, supported who he wanted to. And um, i never forget, I was arguing with my dad about something, and I, I tell my kids this all the time. And they said, uh, I was arguing, my father said, D- did you vote? And I said, uh, no, I didn't vote. He goes, then you don't have a say. Mm-hmm. He says, then don't even talk to me. If you didn't vote, and, and I never missed a vote after that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a a word of wisdom I give to the younger kids. <laughs> <Sure. Vote.
2: laughs> Ensure that you have your say, especially <laughs> in the local election. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, you know, yeah. you know, yep. I'll never forget that saying as long as I live.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So, in your role <laughs> as town council, certainly you mentioned that it's really key, and I would agree to the extent that. All, whether it's the sidewalks, the roads, yeah. the schools, the police, the right. fire, you, so you approve the budget for that. Right. So in your background, in your experience, what are the key skills that you want to highlight to the residents and voters? So th- these are the skills that you bring to the table. Right.
1: Well, it's obviously the last six budget, I mean, you know, the last 12 years that I've been on mm-hmm. it. We've had a we've had a pretty good easy budget, you know. What I mean, we we have always balanced the budget, you know, and and um, the the key <laughs> in 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 um, Council Frigello always says the pot is too small and it's always flowing over, and he is extremely right. It is always flowing over. So a lot of things we got to run. Sometimes we have to run something through capital that most likely should be done through the general budget but we can't do it because we don't have the money Mm -hmm. so we do it through the general budget you know especially police and fire to get the training that they need which they need and you know with the town growing the way it is they need that um this you know the school budget is obviously we give them the money and they do whatever they want with it they they spread it out to wherever they want to do that goes to the school committee that's that's their job yep um, I wish we had, you know, maybe could see a little bit more better on mm-hmm. it, what, what they did with it, to be honest with ya, um, because that's kind of a big check to sign, to, yes. get, to send it over to them. But, um, and obviously I'm, you know, I'm a teamster, I'm a union union, uh, union labor. you know, I've been on, uh, you know, I've been on negotiating uh, on both sides, management, when I was at the T, I was with management, you know, uh, with the Teamsters, I've been, a union negotiating the unions so i think that helps me and helps um helps me with jamie you know Jamie asked me a lot of things there's a lot of a lot of technique there that you can you can help mm-hmm. uh and even even the fire chief in the in the unions the, the the fire unions and the police unions sure they they always you know they always sit down with me and and uh you know I can help out with the uh, you know the fire trucks and stuff we you know uh, you know that's what i do i you know, I can I can spec them out. So mm-hmm. you're in you the world, yeah, the truck yeah, world. yeah. In, in you know, cruiser world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I help out a lot that way to try to cut the cost. So you know, we don't have to do it like Jim always sends me the the, the form on uh, the the fire truck or the ambulance he does, and I'll go over it and I'll ask people and work. And so to me, that that helps me. I get, I get mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Jim, Jim, we might not need that. We might be able to do it this way. Uh, you know if he's gonna go with it he went with something one time then i said jimmy it's it's really they're really not good vehicles mm-hmm. he goes oh they you know they, they, but you know they you know i said i'm telling you we got to go with Pierce. don't go with these people because i'm i nothing but trouble with them mm-hmm. so that's what we ended up doing it. so in the long run we might have pay a little bit more but we save <laughs> you, know, right. you know on the maintenance and the and yeah, the, uh, the upkeep and, the, and whatever in the upkeep and the out of service time and sure. all that stuff you know right. so that's yep. you know that's that's you know the the um i always feel that other counselors will rely on me for that mm-hmm. and I can rely on them and I, I I think and I was just talking about this I think that the the problem is everybody's fighting with everybody you know Republicans Democrats you know people fighting and just work together and, and get things and get things be- right mm-hmm. you know if, if, who cares if it's a, a Democrat that makes a good a, a good thing for the country or a Republican. Who cares, it's good for the country, let's just get it done, mm-hmm. you know? And I, it, it really, that really bothers me, you know? Yeah. And I, I know, you know, sitting in front of you two, I know you guys feel the same way
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to avoid the party politics yeah, by me focusing too. on a non I, I don't like election. that either, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Let me ask uh, another question. You're a union man. I am. You've been maybe on the management side. I was on the management side of the time. So team. have I. Right. I've been on both sides. Okay. Right. Um, the question with federal employees, state employees, and town employees to me is that their fringe benefits today... Are far greater than any private sector no am i wrong 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 they they're, they're uh, how compared to because union it, compared to union private sector jobs right that they're filling mm-hmm. their pension, their health insurance so, the retirement insurance isn't better than normal union jobs in the private sector.
1: Normal unions? Oh, are you saying? Oh, you're saying like uh, like uh, municipal versus municipal corporation. corporate versus like. Well, but but the union you, is what you're saying, right?
0: You have you have librarians, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I can't think of a private library, but someone doing a similar. Job oh, okay. At so t- so take so else. take my or yeah or so- or, or DPW workers.
1: Okay, so it's funny you should say that because DPW workers right now are not getting paid what the private sector pays. That's why we can't find anyone, Frank. We we got jobs out there. Motor equipment operator down at the DPW, they're probably getting $28 an hour. They're getting over 40 in the private sector. That's why we can't get anybody.
0: I'm talking about fringe benefits.
1: Okay, so they got to pay 25% of their health insurance. Right? I think that's what we pay, right? And their pension now, because pension reformed in 2012, for you to get the top rate, you gotta work till your 68 and have 40 years. So before it was, you could work till 60 and get, so you can work at 63 and be at 2.0 and then you go to two two point five percent at sixty seven. Before it was uh fifty nine, sixty, sixty one, sixty two, like sixty four. So they added three years onto it. So that's that's another that 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 was another issue. And you're paying eleven eleven percent when the other people are paying nine percent. So that were that were hired after two thousand twelve. So um but the wages uh were always better they were always better the fringe budgets, in the
0: private sector
1: in public, in the public sector they were a lot better because you, you had but, but the private sector has caught up with us and actually gone gone by a little bit from what I'm the negotiations I'm doing
0: ia I, number of years ago mm-hmm. the fire department police department in Franklin yeah. in the union contract yeah. began playing new hires after July first a reduced rate, yes, I always thought that the union was complicit in in uh and and really hurting new people coming onto to the jobs.
1: Well, thank you because I agree with you totally <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I mean it was a union I that hate was compl- that I hate the steps and the yeah. Step, yeah. The steps,
0: for fire and police, you have the same person doing the same, same job and the and same I, risk at a lower pay?
1: You're running into a, a burning building and you're getting paid, paid less than the other guy? Totally wrong. Now, does that totally still wrong. exist
0: in Franklin?
1: I believe we got rid of that. I, I believe that we got rid of it in the last contract when this new chief took over. I believe we got rid of that. So, I believe so.
0: But, but There's stuff like that that people are trying to put in to save the town money, but in my opinion,
1: it does are not fair It's not fair, no, it isn't and they're making it even on even where I work at massport now, it used to be two years you would get to uh two years you would get to top rate. We made, they made it, the company came in and said it's six years now. So now six years you got to wait to get the top rate. Last last contract, we brought it down to five. Hopefully this next contract we can bring it back down to at least three. You know, three is reasonable. But say, now you're you, you trying to hire people and they, get, they don't want to come on because they're, mm. like you say, they're making this amount of money and it's quite a difference. And then they can't get the top rate till six, for six more years? I I, I just... And Steve, you know this because I've said it in the town council. My mechanic's job, I pay fifty dollars and ten cents an hour. I set the job up because we had a retiree. We got it was out for two weeks, you know, and that's with the you know the health benefits and everything like that. But they start off at like thirty-eight, and then they have to wait to get to the fifty dollars and ten cents. I got three applicants, one sixty. 155 and 152 so you know where I'm going with this right you know if we don't if we don't change things we're not going to get these younger people to come in and do stuff I mean I, I mean I you're teaching old dog new tricks here yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs>
0: And when the younger people outnumber the older people yeah the first thing that the next negotiation they're going to cut the pension
1: right right and, and put more into the wages yeah. i think it's union busting when they do stuff like that I, that's my personal opinion and uh, uh, you know when they do that and so uh, uh,
0: i understand that in the next few years if the revenue does not expand in some way right yeah. that it basically is a job cutting decision basis
1: I hate saying uh, that. Of course, being a union man, I hate saying that and hate feeling that. But So yeah. as a union man, right, yeah. how do you look at
0: trying to come up with an alternative or trying to evaluate um, the union pay or the union contract? I mean, is it a, a case that really you can't negotiate lower wages because you're already not at a place that you're very attractive to outside people.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Because I mean, even the dealerships now, as far as the mechanic going, they're paying. They'll they'll pay you anything. They'll they'll pay you forty six dollars an hour to walk into the joint if you're a decent mechanic. And I'm paying them thirty six or thirty seven, and they have to wait.
0: But aren't yeah. mechanics now being paid based on the job. That they're doing isn't there a well? Book.
1: If if you go flat rate, yeah. But a lot of companies are going getting away from a lot of uh, companies are getting away from flat rate because that you have to have the work to do to make sure that the mechanics are making a lot of money. I've got a couple Ford mechanics that came in because we got all Fords basically on the cruises and stuff, and uh, they were um, they were big they were you know big guys. They were making a lot of money at, on flat rate. The work isn't there. The cars are better. They're not breaking down as much, Frank. They, they do run a lot better. You're getting two hundred, two hundred thousand dollars. I got my truck out there. has got one hundred ninety thousand. I've done hardly nothing to it. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's a you know years ago when cars only met, you know lived a hundred thousand miles and you were barely getting that. Mm. You know, and the mechanics were fixing. Matter of fact, the the uh, the mechanic Sean uh, uh, my. Friend Sean Ronnie that worked down the garage that I, I hang around in. He just went to work. He was a Ford mechanic, came down to Franklin Tire, worked down there. But he he's forty, uh maybe over forty, wanted some stability. He went to work for Franklin for the town of Franklin. And and but he he just wanted the stability. But you have to work eight years, isn't it? Ten, Ten. years to be vested, Frank. Ten years for the state.
0: To be vested. To be vested ten years. That's a long time. I know. I would have. And we, my, my wife wish you, we, had, we, had we, almost eight
1: years. Yeah. Nothing. They get what whatever they put into it, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And I know that they. If uh, they
0: remember to send her a check.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the ten years, and and that and that. You know. See, some people get on at fifty or fifty-two. You're pushing it now, you know. You know what I mean. I mean, mm-hmm. not you know, not sure. you know, okay. sixty-two comes out, you know. Um, but and you're not going to get much at sixty-two. You know, you're not going to get much at ten years. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, because
0: I, it seems to be, to me, to be a lot of money. Well, you're going to get. You I get, mean, uh, no, you get, ten years, no. But if you put in. Oh, oh, yeah, you're going to get... If in... a teacher and you put in 30 years, that seems to be a nice pension.
1: Oh, you're going to get 80% of your pay, Frank. 80% of your pay every day and you don't For have the to... the rest of your life. Right. And, 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 you know, if you're married, you're you passed away. I don't yeah.
0: think in private industry today there's any pension.
1: No, that... there's no... I know National Grid yeah. got rid of it. Yeah. They, they gave you a 401k and they had a great pension, too. Right. Boston Globe. We just we get we're getting a a bunch of people from the Boston Globe coming over to Massport. You know the delivery drivers because who buys the paper anymore? Nobody's mm-hmm. buying the paper. They, right. I mean they're sending trucks out with a couple bundles. We, I mean we just got a kid in, and he, he became a laborer. But um, yeah, so they, they stopped their pension 20 years ago. They mm-hmm. froze the they froze their pension 20 years ago. Um, I think Eversource is the same way. A lot of, I, 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 maybe I misunderstood you, yeah. The, the, the utilities, like in, in, the, in the MBTA, when I worked for the MBTA, 23 years I got a pension at 52%. Right. Right? Um, now it's, you've got to work to you're 65, even if you come on at 20. Right? You but know. the
0: pension that you get is much greater than what private industry is offering today. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh you, you, yeah, I I misunderstood you, but you're you're correct. You, you, they especially you don't know where your four hundred one k is going to be anyway, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so if you don't make the right investments and you, you you know stuff like that, with the pension that we have, you don't have to make the investments. It's just it's there. Yeah. It's a defined
0: right. pension benefit. Yeah. is defined what benefit. it is. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. defined. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not uh, like a four k action.
1: Yeah, right. It's just there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's just there.
0: What's the yeah. question that I haven't asked you mm. that you'd like to uh, expound upon or tell the viewers? Uh?
1: Well, you know, um, the one thing I think I uh, that 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 I've done in the last twelve years is. I try to help everybody, and sometimes my wife says, "You know, sometimes you got to say no," and, and 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 I really can't, you know. You know what I mean? And I try to help people all the time, and and I try to do it in a quiet way. A lot of times I don't, you know. I don't want the glory. I don't want. I I'm not like that. Yeah. You want help? You give me a call. I mean, I might not be big on the Facebook. I might not be good on that, but everyone has my cell phone. You call me, I'll do what you know. I'll do everything I can. And um, I've always been that way. I was taught that way. I was I was I, I grew up that way. And uh, you know, my father always said, my father always said that your community is only as strong as the people that run it. You know, and he was a big community leader. even in high park. He he's you know helped start pop Warner. He helped do everything like that. So he he built. You know if you want to call community centers and stuff like that, he volunteered his time for all that stuff. And I think, I think that gets in you mm-hmm. in, a, in a certain way, sure. That uh, like you guys. I mean, you, you, <laughs> we all getting paid the same, and we'll probably get a raise <laughs> next year for the same amount. You know? <laughs> so, but, uh, but outside of that, you know, people know where I You know, I'll try to help anybody, try to do anything for the town. That's just the way I am. You know? um, I just, I I like to see the young people, you know, I like to see the young people come and get more involved. I think this generation coming up is getting more involved than Mm. I think even my kids. You know, my kids are 20, you know, 30, 28. Mm -hmm. I think some of them got involved, you know, obviously Kobe, but uh, he went to school with my daughter. Sure. um, But uh, I think the younger, generation has taking a, a good look at politics is, is, you know, really what they should. I mean, I always was involved, but I have no friends of mine that didn't start voting until they were 35. Mm. You know, and I bet you, you guys know the same, about the same amount of people, you know, and then they, you know, they, they said, we better start voting. So you should have been voting for the last 15 years, mm. you know? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so... Well.
0: Bob uh, uh, Derico, thank you for coming in. Okay, thanks, Thanks, Steve. Candidate for town council incumbent Uh, for Steve Sherlock, Bob, and myself. uh, We hope to see you at the polls from six to eight on November seventh. Please say hello to us.